This podcast is sponsored by Talkspace. You know when you're really stressed or not feeling so great about your life or about yourself? Talking to someone who understands can really help. But who is that person? How do you find them? Where do you even start? Talkspace. Talkspace makes it easy to get the support you need. With Talkspace, you can go online, answer a few questions about your preferences, and be matched with a therapist. And because you'll meet your therapist online, you don't have to take time off work or arrange childcare. You'll meet on your schedule, whenever you feel most at ease. If you're depressed, stressed, struggling with a relationship, or if you want some counseling for you and your partner, or just need a little extra one-on-one support, Talkspace is here for you. Plus, Talkspace works with most major insurers, and most insured members only pay a $25 copay or less. No insurance, no problem. Now get $80 off of your first month when you go to Talkspace.com. Match with a licensed therapist today at Talkspace.com. Talkspace.com. Ever felt judged at the gym? You don't know how to use the leg curl machine? (laughs) Are you serious? Is this your first day alive? Um... (laughs) No, it's okay. I love helping people during their first day on Earth. At Planet Fitness, get energy without the judgment and join the judgment-free zone. Never intimidating, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. Get energized today during the big fitness energy sale for 24 cents down, $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, January 12th. See Home Club for details. You knew the job was dangerous when you took it, Fred. I have a question. Be respectful uh, of me. You can act like a man. He's colossal. Stupendous. One might even go so far as to say he's mediocre. I guess I should salute you as a worthy adversary and all that, but the truth is, I really did hate your guts. It's the Single Storm Podcast. Twenty twenty three will be marked in my mind. One of the, the the biggest stories of twenty twenty three was the massive illegal immigration campaign of the Democrat Socialist Party and the complete ineffective and abandonment of our people of the Republicans. Not for all their caterwauling, for all their complaining, the Republicans have done nothing, zero, to stop nine million illegal aliens from being ushered into the United States and counting. By the way, millions of those illegal aliens not even vetted. We have no idea who they are or why they are here. And we ended 2023, the month of December, with record-breaking numbers crossing the U.S.-Mexico border illegally into the United States. Record-breaking. So it was so bad that the regime had to put on you know, some sort of show. Oh, we're going to go and talk to Mexico as if it's Mexico's fault. Yeah, Mexico's allowing it, sure. But if if they were stopped at the U.S.-Mexico border, they would have no place to go. Then Mexico would have to get serious about, you know, shoring up their borders. But they don't because they know with a wink and a nod, the regime is just going to let everybody in. And that's what's going on here, folks. Nine million illegal aliens. The, the, the population of the state of Virginia has been allowed to traipse into the United States of America with no accountability. The vast majority don't qualify for asylum. And it's all so the Democrats can import a whole bunch of people to give the vote to to negate your vote. That's the game. And everybody knows it. And the Republicans are like, yeah, we're cool with it. Our, our, all these businesses, these woke businesses who contribute to our, our campaigns, 
That's what they want, so they're going to get it. And so we're willing to lose elections. And by the way, folks, turn over control of this country to Democrat socialists from now in perpetuity. The Republicans have, have, have surrendered. They've surrendered the border. They've surrendered us. From the New York Post, the U.S. and Mexico released a joint statement on the ongoing migration crisis. It's not migration. It's illegal immigration crisis. Thursday, there was heavy on platitudes and support for asylum seekers, but mentioned no enforcement actions to stop a record-breaking wave of illegal aliens and even teased the prospect of amnesty. There it goes. Amnesty in the vote, folks, for those already in the United States unlawfully. Officials claimed a three-hour Mexico meeting involving Secretary of State Antony Blinken, the U.S.'s number one beta male, Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas, the puke, a man who is a complete failure at his job at protecting America, and Mexican President Andres Manuel Lopez Obrador was a success. They did nothing, so it was a success. This is how the regime measures success. We are going to continue to exploit the American people. We're going to continue to replace the American people with non-Americans so they can replace your vote and they can cancel you out so we can vote in more socialists and more leftists to destroy the Constitution, destroy your rights and liberties, destroy the American dream for everybody. And we call that a success. And Mexico's on board because, hell, uh, Andres Manuel Lopez Obrador is a socialist. Hey, we're going to have socialism everywhere in the Western Hemisphere. And everybody will be happy, except for, you know, the vast majority of, of the people. But the politicians are going to be in hog heaven as they exploit us, as they enslave us to their will. And it's all going to be done for this massive wave of humanity, ironically, fleeing from states where the Democrats and the socialists and the collectivists and the communists have already dominated and ruined those states to come here to the United States so they can ruin everything here. It's exactly, it's exactly what's happening. They're going to turn the United States of America into the very nations they fled. Isn't that wonderful? And the Biden regime is all too willing to, to help. Now, there are very few Republicans who are inclined to do a damn thing about this. As a matter of fact, there has been not one parliamentary maneuver by the Republicans to stop what has been happening to us on the southern border. Not one Republican has said, look, we're going to stop all nominations. They could do this in the Senate. All nominations until that border is secure, until Remain Mexico is back in place and uh, we, the illegal alien flow stops. Not one Republican has done this. Why? Because, as, as I mentioned, folks, the Republicans are getting a whole bunch of money and they're willing to sacrifice the Constitution, sacrifice your family's future just so they can keep money. It's on this issue. Trust me, folks. We, the people, have been betrayed by the Uniparty. They have betrayed us all on the issue of illegal immigration and will continue to do so. So long as we continue to send the same people back to Washington. Toward the end of the year, I had a discussion about this with one of the more vocal critics of the illegal immigration campaign undertaken by the Democrats. His name is Texas Congressman Chip Roy. Up next in the Salcedo Storm podcast. And now a word. 
word from our sponsor. Are you sick of all these Medicare commercials? Well, what if you're under 65 and need quality, affordable health coverage? American Medical Plan specializes in under 65 health insurance plans that have zero co-pays at the doctor and no deductible on all outpatient services, including surgeries. You pick your doctors and hospitals. There are private plans, enroll anytime, and they are 30 to 60% less than Obamacare. If you're paying too much for your own health insurance, call American Medical Plans. They will customize a plan managed and chosen by you, not the government. A liberty-loving American takes on Washington, Hollywood, and the whole media establishment. He's Chris Salcedo. Join his fight. Tune in to The Chris Salcedo Show every weekday afternoon on Newsmax. Have you been growing frustrated that all your favorite stuff's getting canceled out there by the woke crowd? When Fox News, in deference to leftists, got rid of Tucker Carlson. Didn't you say to yourself, nobody asked me? Folks, you have power to stop that. Stop funding woke companies. Support those who stand for America, your rights, and your values. Go with Patriot Mobile. I know what you're saying. How is Patriot Mobile going to help me fight back? Well, not only do they have an industry-leading coverage guarantee, They're also America's only Christian conservative cell phone provider. And then there's this. When you make the switch to Patriot Mobile by going to PatriotMobile.com slash storm. PatriotMobile.com slash storm. You support me. You keep my voice independent, making sure the woke crowd can't touch me. So if you prize your values, if you like good value, and you want to keep your liberty-loving Latino conservative, strong, and unafraid, go to PatriotMobile.com slash storm. Use my promo code STORM. Get free activation. Or call 972-PATRIOT. 972-PATRIOT. Take a stand against the woke at patriotmobile.com slash storm. Tired of cable news lying to you? It's time the establishment media went the way of the dinosaurs and for free digital journalism to rise. At Texas Scorecard, we bring you real news for real Texans with no paywalls ever. Go to texasscorecard.com today. Let's get to our guest, Congressman Chip Roy from the great state of Texas. Congressman, great to have you back, sir. Chris, sorry for being a couple minutes late. No worries, man. No worries. I we uh, we have a lot to talk about, as you know. Look, uh, I, I was talking because uh, we had a, we had some uh, time here off the top of the off the top of the show to discuss uh, the divisions we have not only in in the the country. We have an entire Democrat Party that has gone unconstitutional. They the they they want to they they don't want to be Americans anymore. I have said. They want to turn us into something else, and so they're abandoning the rule of law and our mutual compact. There's also this division on the Republican side slash conservative side of the aisle. And look, you're a DeSantis backer, and uh, that puts you afoul of, of a lot of the folks who consider themselves make America great again. So I think maybe I wasn't planning on this, but getting this feedback I'm getting from the from the chatters here on the Salcedo show, I wanted you to address it because I know you've done it before on this program where you you know you backed Trump when he was in. You're just decided to go with somebody you thought would be more effective in DeSantis. So go ahead and explain it. Yeah, Chris, I mean, great. And, and uh, look, I'm going to support the Republican nominee. Uh, I think the question everybody should be asking themselves is, do you believe that the primary process should just be something that we shove aside and that we don't then have a vote to make the decision as to who the best candidate is to represent Republicans to go head to head with Democrats and whether or not that person should be able to have the chance to serve eight years whether that person should be in the case of Governor DeSantis, someone who is a veteran, served in the United States Navy, is someone who's done an unbelievably good job in Florida, has taken on the establishment and won, you know, challenged Anthony Fauci and the world of saying mandatory vaccines, didn't give him a medal on the last day in office walking out the door. Look, there are questions that former President Trump should answer to. And look, 
I 100% I'm going to support him. I make America great again in the policies. He did a great job on a lot of different fronts. The Abraham Accords, Jerusalem, our positioning in the world was better. The economy with the tax cuts, um, you know, regulatory environment was better. Uh, but there are a lot of things that were left unanswered. Our border was not left as secure as it needed to be. We did not have a situation with health care where we actually passed reform. And we sure as hell should not have shut down the biggest economy in the history of the world and created another $8 trillion of debt in giving power for mandatory vaccines that screwed the American people. So those questions ought to be answered for. I'm happy to go stump for Governor DeSantis. He's a good friend and a good man. And anybody who doesn't uh, acknowledge that part is being unfair to someone who's devoted his life to public service and is doing a kick-butt job in Florida. He won by a million and a half votes, Chris. No, I get it. I get it. Look, percent of Hispanic voters. Look, so, you know, I just think we ought to have a full and fair debate, and no, then we'll figure it out in the spring. No, I, I'm, I'm with you because uh, the, the debate is good because the Democrats, they're showing us what they do. They, they save democracy by denying you the vote, by denying debates, and that's going to that's, that's going to transition us into what's going on in Colorado right now. And I'm I'm, I'm going to set it up this way. Yep. Uh, Colorado's corrupt court was able to try to remove President Trump off the ballot. But they also know they're sickos because they stayed their own order pending review by the Supreme Court because they know they're nut jobs. They know it's a completely yep. nutty ruling. But here's 100%. here's the where I want to go with this. I, I do want you to address the nut jobs. In Colorado, which some people are saying, and I've been watching this across social media, that just like the Democrats, when they kicked Lincoln off off the ballot, uh, the Democrats are also declaring their intention for a civil war if they don't get their way. Uh, If you can address it, if you want. But I think the reason why the socialists are doing this is because your party, sir, it has been timid and they never pay a price for going extra constitutional. There's always a John Cornyn or a Mitch McConnell or a Paul Ryan there to pat their bum bums and let them get away with all of their malfeasance. They never pay a political price for what they do. And I think that's your party's fault. Am I wrong? Uh, Chris, on that point, uh, we have a complete agreement. And I, I don't, that's the funny part here. There's very little disagreement here. And I think, Governor DeSantis would say he would agree uh, generally with what you just said. Um, First, on the Colorado point, absolutely absurd ruling. I don't even need to get into it. I mean, immediately when that came out, I tweeted it out. It was funny. A couple of my friends inside the world of Trump retweeted me. This was all within a couple of hours of going back and forth with uh, Team Trump with respect to the, the endorsement. I mean, look, it's a political world. That is what it is. But the lack of leadership by the overall Republican Party. And look, you know, I don't know if you remember or saw the speech I gave on the House floor right before Thanksgiving, Yep. in which I, I demanded from Republicans, name one thing, name one thing that we've gotten accomplished that we're going to be able to go out and sell to the American people. And I rattled off all of my list of concerns of the things that we were going along with all of the nonsense and the spending levels and the Pelosi omnibus spending levels and letting the IRS and FBI continue to do what they do and wide open borders. When are we going to use our majority to force change? And um, I've, I've been getting nothing but positive feedback from Americans, uh, Republicans across the country, but even non-Republicans, saying thanks for you know, speaking truth on the floor. You know who's mad at me? Republicans in Washington. Because they don't want us to speak the truth about this stuff. And to your point, the other side of the aisle, they play for keeps. right? How, much, how often have you heard right now, but Chip, you know, we only have a razor-thin majority in the House. Well, last Congress, Democrats had a 50-50 Senate 
and they had the same majority on their side that we started this Congress with, yet they ran through the Inflation Reduction Act, all sorts of subsidies are driving up energy prices, big spending bills, and a lot of their priorities. Why don't we ever do that? Why don't we ever take that first spin? And I think that's what people are frustrated about, and you're right. Democrats look at Republicans and they go, yeah, they're not a real opposition party. They are just a, you know, part of the overall unit party. They will go along with us on big spending and we will jam through all of our policy priorities. And the American people are sick of it. And by the way, that's why Donald Trump was so popular in 2016. That is why people want us to kind of go back to what he was doing to take on the swamp. What they don't want is a return to the post-COVID Trump that expanded government. And I think that's the question in front of us. Well, let me ask you a question. And, I, and it was, I was debating whether or not I was going to because, look, we have a problem in the state of Texas. We have one good senator and we have a senator who has sold us out on our on our gun rights. He, he has purchased love and admiration of the Socialist <laughs> Democrat Party by by dishing away our our Second Amendment rights. He has won the love and admiration of the Democrat Socialist Party, has John Cornyn, by fully funding uh, a headline like this, 12,600 illegal alien encounters in a 24-hour period on the border. He, he voted for that omnibus that prohibited, Congressman, prohibited that any money be used other than to facilitate more illegal aliens into this country. So I'm going to be very direct about this question. If, if John Cornyn decides he wants to run for re-election, will you challenge him? Well, Chris, that is, you, you, you hit the nail on the head. That is a very direct question. Let, let, me, let me answer it this way, right? We're sitting here in Christmas, and we've got to get through this election to get a Republican nominee going, and we've got to go win. And I, I, I'm going to say this. Um, we need dramatic change in Washington. And the, the, the omnibus spending bill was defi- that you just described is definitely not that. And, um, and, but, but I also want the entire Republican conference and all of the – Republican senators in the House and in the Senate and all the members of the Congress to look in the mirror and understand that the entire conference is allowing this to occur, okay? Spending money that we don't have and funding the various programs you just described. And there has to be accountability for that. There does. And, um, you know, I, 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 I got into public service uh, as a staffer. I didn't think I was ever going to run for office. I was diagnosed with cancer. Um, about 12 years ago, Hodgkin's lymphoma. And I had, my daughter was, was four months old. My son was less than two years old. Wow. And I, de- I decided to recommit myself to public service and get in the fight. And I've, what I've tried to do for the four and a half years I've been there, almost five, is, is, is speak truth. And, you know, I got in trouble because I said I wasn't going to support any legislation from any of the 17 senators who, who, put for, who voted for that omnibus bill. Well, guess what? We killed. They hadn't moved a single bill all year. Finally, they moved one about two weeks ago from another member, and, and I, I voted no. I honored that commitment. In fact, went down to the floor and got others to do it. There has to be consequences. I will keep my, my options open as I go forward on any number of different possibilities. But the main thing is, wherever the Lord leads me, to serve, to fight for freedom, and make sure that Texans and, importantly, my family can live free. And we don't right now. It is a, a total failure by Republicans to do what we said we would do. And I'm going to keep calling them out. I'm going to do it. And look, I don't mind when people call me out. I don't mind it when some of my MAGA constituents look at me and they go, wait a minute, why, why were you so frustrated at 
such and such, or why are, why are you endorsing DeSantis? Because I have to go answer the question. I'm not afraid of public debate. Margaret Thatcher famously said she loves debate, welcomes debate, because that's what makes us stronger. Well, Nothing true. is worse than politicians who hide. Look, and, and, I, and I will be, I'll be very, and again, I made that very point uh, before you got on. Liz Cheney was offered a full hour on the Chris Salcedo show on Newsmax, and the coward wouldn't take it because she can't justify what she's doing. And she doesn't have to. She, she is playing for the other side now. She re- fundraises for the other side and votes for the other side now. So she doesn't have to justify anything she's doing. She won't talk to the likes of me. But, but guys like you do. And, and, and that, that is laudable because the minute we stop talking, the minute we, you, get a, you get a dictatorship, and I want to talk about that a little bit before we get to Hunter Biden, an example of, sure. again, a complete failure of the Republican Party, a Republican Party that has no unifying principles. I want to ask about Texas. Congressman Chip Roy is our, as our guest, folks. He's a 21st congressional district here in the great state of Texas, and he serves on the House Judiciary Committee and the Rules and Budget Committees. There is a practice that is relatively new in the state of Texas. It started in the 1970s, and the so-called Republicans in the Texas State House have been putting Democrat chairs in charge of Texas committees in the Texas House to kill conservative bills. Dade Phelan is the Speaker of the Texas House, and he is the only Republican in America, the only Republican Speaker who puts Democrats in charge of powerful committees, the very same Democrats who host anti-Semites, known anti-Semites in their caucus, the same Democrats who have opened up our borders, the same Democrats who have ruined health care in this country with Obamacare. He gives them powerful, powerful positions in the Texas State House to kill conservative bills. What do you think of that practice, sir? Well... I think the proof is in the pudding, right, in terms of what we are seeing play out in the Texas legislature. Um, I'm a guy that believes you look at kind of the end result, right? There's a lot of noise in Congress, a lot of noise in the legislature. The question is, what's the end result? And for me, after all the noise of this legislative session, there are a couple things that were done and passed. But do you believe that your property taxes are still way too high in Texas? I do. Yes. Do Do you believe that our border is sufficiently secure and that Texas has done, you know, enough to do what's needed to be done to repel the invasion in the absence of Congress doing their job, which I fully acknowledge and have been fighting. I don't. Do you think that we now have school choice? No, we don't. We don't have school choice. It got killed. Um, you know, do you think your streets are safe in the capital city of Austin, Texas, or in communities around, or are we allowing DAs to be empowered to shut down the prosecution of criminals, right? How much of the list do you want me to go down? I mean, well, no, hold frankly, on. Let me let me offer another one because I know you're a patriot. Uh, let me offer you another a, a bill that was offered by Senator Lois Kolkhorst to prevent America's enemies, China, Russia, yeah. the uh, number Promoting one state sponsor uh, of terrorism, Iran, from buying land, farmland in Texas to compromise our food supply and to spy yep. on our people and our military. A guy by the name of Dustin Burroughs, a guy by the name of Todd Hunter, and a guy by the name of Dade Phelan made sure that bill died standing up for our enemies. Is, should that be permissible in the name of republicanism? Well, first of all, good for Lois for having that legislation. I have, I have that bill. I introduced the first bill to, to ban uh, Chinese Communist Party from yep. owning farmland in, in the uh, Congress. I know. <laughs> and I can't, I can't speak to which individuals 
did what in the legislature. So I'm always trying to be careful there because, you know, I'm, I'm not following them like I follow Congress, but I'm an end result guy. So we didn't get that passed. Uh, that That is a problem, right? I mean, it's not just a problem. It's criminal that the Texas legislature is not getting done what needs to get done. Amen. And why are we, why are we looking at Florida's taillights? Okay. Now that's, that's a couple, that's a backhanded compliment to governor DeSantis, who obviously I support, but you know, look, there's a lot of good things we do in Texas. Okay. I want to say something right here. The DPS agents who have been down there working hard deserve our applause. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, I wish we were being more aggressive, but they're spending all their time down there trying to, stop and hold the line and protect our ranchers while, you know, the federal government's not doing its job. But if, if my choice is Texas should be even more aggressive under the Constitution, do what we need to do to repel the invasion. But my point of this is we need to be as aggressive as we've ever been as a state, and we need aggressive leadership. And we don't have it right now from the legislature because we're not getting things done. I mean, if you look at the report card, like, I still have to pay taxes to schools I know. that I don't believe I can honestly get my children an education that isn't hostile to my faith, hostile to my country, hostile to Western values. Thank you. A place where I think fentanyl is pouring in. And we ought to damn well do something about that. Well, like, that's and just a, one issue. And I know what you mean by aggressive, because the other side is bound to determine and, and willing to go extra constitutional and move heaven and earth to steal our rights. I believe we ought to be equally ferocious in defense of our rights. Chip Roy is our guest right now, folks. 21st Congressional District here in the great state of Texas. Last issue that, again, I think puts an exclamation point on a rudderless Republican Party that has no values and is not willing to defend their voters from this the aggression of the Democrats. And it's Hunter Biden. Hunter Biden thumbs his nose at the... Uh, at the subpoena or to appear before Congress and the Democrats were very aggressive. They put Peter Navarro in change. They arrested Steve Bannon, but the Republicans upon seeing Hunter Biden uh, defy them, what do the Republicans do? They go on vacation instead of voting him in contempt of Congress. Huge mistake in my opinion. What do you say? Well, first of all, on the facts with respect to Hunter Biden, I mean, let's be very clear. And, and, and Jamie Comer on the Oversight Committee and Jim Jordan on, on Judiciary, they've been doing a really good job given the fact that the Department of Justice is stonewalling us and, frankly, we believe engaging in obstruction. But to build that case, it takes a lot of work and time. So that why, that's why it was important that last week or week before, whenever that was, we passed the um, impeachment inquiry. That was actually an important step to give us more tools because under you know our system, we can't just go nosing around as Congress. It, you know, we gotta, it's a legislative purpose. If we're investigating and subpoenaing people to show up, we got to have an actual reason. So voting for that with the impeachment inquiry was really important. Should have been done a long time ago, but we frankly didn't have the vote. It's mm. taken all this time for Jamie and Jim to be able to build up enough facts for some of our Republicans to go along. This is where there's a difference between Republicans and Democrats. And some of it's defensible. Republicans want to be able to, you know, prove the case, prove the facts. But while we do that, Democrats just unite, roll right over us, and they go impeach Trump for sneezing. And meanwhile, we're sitting here while Hunter Biden, 15 to $24 million has poured into the Biden family of corruption from foreign countries. We know it. We can see the dollars flowing there. We know that the president, as when he was vice president, since he has lied 
about his fact that he knew full well that money was flowing in to Hunter, and he knew the business associates. He at least showed up to the dinners. We know that for sure, and we believe there's been obstruction since then because they, they slow-walked our ability to have the IRS, FBI, looking at the 2014 and 2015 tax returns of Hunter Biden, and now they let the statutes of limitation pass, and that was all intentional. And that means that is arguably obstruction of justice. Yes. So we've got to pursue this with a kind of level. And this is something I've said recently. Why won't Republicans go and be as aggressive, at least as aggressive as Democrats are in destroying our country every single day? That's what I and want. And that's what I believe we ought to do here. Well, so now I said that it was a colossal mistake for Republicans not to vote to hold Hunter in contempt. Am I wrong? I, I believe that. I believe that what he did was certainly merit, meriting contempt, and I believe Jim Jordan and Jamie have said that. I think I, we should have done that before we left. Amen. Um, and it's, at some point, um, you know, uh, the speaker's probably trying to figure out how to count the votes, and he might have said, well, I might need to do Christmas to make sure everybody understands that it was contempt and then do it when we get back. But I believe, obviously, that he, he – I mean, it was, it was clearly contempt. He just basically well, stuck his middle finger up at us. Exactly. Gave a, you know – by you know, press conference on the steps of the Capitol. By now, Steve Bannon would have been arrested. By now, Peter Navarro would have been in shackles the way he was in the middle of Reagan International Airport. By now, the Democrats would have had any Republican completely humiliated for defying a, a congressional subpoena. But you know, right now, uh, Hunter Biden's going sh- Christmas shopping with his daddy and hopping aboard Marine One at the White House. Congressman Chip Roy, 21st Congressional District in the great state of Texas, Happy New Year and a God's blessings to you, sir. Hey, Chris, seriously, thank you for what you do and exposing all this to the American people. Look, you know, there's a there's a group of us that are fighting, um, and we should remember that at this particular time of season. Uh, I was in our pastor's sermon last week. He talked about gaudete, the Latin term for rejoicing in Advent. We should rejoice and be glad in what we have as Americans. But now, daggummit, we got to go fight for it. When we come out in January, um, we really need to get in the game and fight heading into next year. So God bless you, and thanks for all you do. Appreciate it, sir. And there he goes, folks, Congressman Schiff Roy. And that's it for this Salcedo Storm podcast. Do me and yourself a favor. Two websites to visit, texasscorecard.com and chrissalcedo.com. Newly renovated, chrissalcedo.com. Head there and let me know what you think about it. Till we visit again, my friends, remember this. A society's worth isn't measured by how much power is stolen by government. It's measured by how much power is reserved for you and me. In short, we the people. Stay vigilant out there, my friends.